Hello. This is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome to the show tonight. Uh, I have to start off with a bit of an admission, Zach. There's yep. a lot of uh, talk around Australian tennis at the moment. Um, so much tennis. Like, there's the, Obviously, there's a few good news stories. I think uh, Ash Barty obviously threw to the, the quarterfinals. But most of the bad stories revolve around Bernard Tomic, Nick Kyrgios, Leighton Hewitt. All of these culture problems, attitude problems that they're saying exist in Australian tennis mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, I've been reflecting over it, uh, on it over the weekend. I actually think it might be my fault. You know where it started. Well, I think I might have started the attitude problem in <laughs> Australian tennis. There's a specific instance that happened that I was the uh, culprit of at a, a junior tennis clinic 15 years ago. Were you the Bernard Tomic of under nine? <laughs> it's possible. I mean, I had, a, I had certainly was driving around in a less expensive version of the Lamborghini. Uh, you weren't showing up in a convertible. <laughs> no, that wasn't Yelling at your parents as you got out. <laughs> Not entirely, but but there was something I did at this tennis camp 15 years ago that I think might have been the beginning of the rot. <laughs> I, I think everything, if you wanted to go back to day zero of where it all went wrong in Australian tennis, it was what I did at this camp. I'll share it with you soon, but I'm, I might have to take some responsibility for this one tonight. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Very weird experience in the drive-thru last night, Zach. A, uh, a fast food employee uh, tried to stop me buying something I wanted to buy. Uh, which is it, it's against their policy. Well, you'd think so. Usually, they say, "Would you like fries with that?" Yeah. Not, "Would you like to take fries off that?" I mean, once or twice, I've been talked out of a purchase before by the people selling to me. Uh, yeah. Most recently, I told you I was at a, a, a servo, and there was like someone working at the servo out the front saying, "Go buy your fuel down the road; it's thirty cents a liter cheaper." Mm. And I did, and it was. What is it about you that people try to talk you out of buying things? I reckon it's that they see I'm an honest guy and they think they can be honest with me. Yeah. So that's probably uh, it. (laughs) Makes sense. So I pull into the, the drive through and I'm at the speaker box. Um, just going to get a frozen Coke was my plan. Um, and this place is, as I think a lot of the fast food places do now, they do $1 frozen Cokes. Um, and anyway, I go to order it and the person says through the speaker box, just so you know, they're not $1 between midnight and 4.30. This was at 1am. The, they're $4.80 for a large frozen cookie. Mm, this big markup. And I said... Why is that? What a weird policy. Yeah, I wondered if maybe it costs more to keep the machine running through the night or... Uh, not that much more. <laughs> not almost five times the amount. It's a good question. I mean, that's the investigative podcast I'd like to maybe hear. Maybe they just year. don't sell that many, so it's not worth keeping it on that could be through it. the night. So they try to deter you from buying them. Well, that, they could just yeah, say it's possible. turned off, that's unavailable. Possible. Well, anyway, she says it's $4.80 for the large frozen cake. And I said, and I think this took her by surprise, oh, that's fine. Yeah. You know. You're a high roller. Well, I wanted my large frozen cake. Yeah. And, you know, an extra $3.80 wasn't going to stop me on this occasion. Oh, who's this guy? <laughs> this is the big radio money that people talk about. He's single, ladies. <laughs> um, he can so... buy a frozen cake <laughs> even in the peak time. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I say, yeah, that's fine. And I hear her go silent for a few seconds. And then she says, are you sure? <laughs> and I said, yeah, yeah, no, that, that's fine. Hmm. And she, she then says, it's not worth it, <laughs> which is quite a direct way to, you know, try to talk me out of buying it. And yeah. I said, no, 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 but I, I know what, I, I know what's in a large frozen cake. And she said, but our ones aren't even that good because you have a third of it. Yeah. And then after that, it's mostly just ice. Yeah. And I was like, I, okay. I did, I couldn't figure out what this conversation had turned into. If this is like an employee who's mm. been fired or whatever, or just radical honesty. I have worked in retail like that, and yeah. when you learn mm. how to do the job, yeah. they give you a script of what to say. And yeah. I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. 
the product's not that good, you shouldn't buy it, is mm. not in that script. Well, I ended up um, I ended up just persisting. I was like, no, I'm happy to pay. I'm happy to pay $4.80. <laughs> yeah. And then she says, all right, I shouldn't do this, but the competing fast food store just down the road, <laughs> $1 frozen cokes all through the night. Yeah. Um, so I went there. Oh, you did? I did. Did well, you have to do that thing in the drive-thru where you have to drive through and not buy anything? Yeah, yeah. Because that's hard to do, it isn't is it? It is hard. It's embarrassing going past the window. <laughs> I just pretend that I, I can't see anyone. <laughs> well, you just looked, how often have you done it? <laughs> a few times. I've been through there and forgotten my wallet before. <laughs> okay, so you just and have I've to, had to say down. To, I've had yep. to say to the people, you mm. know, on the speaker, they say, what would you like? And I say, sorry, I forgot my wallet. <laughs> So it feels like I've gone up to the speaker to tell them that I've forgotten my wallet. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Embarrassing moment for our Prime Minister, Dom. Scott Morrison was booed at the Australian Open. Did you see this? Oh, I heard this is at Ash Barty's final. Is that correct? Yeah. So the camera went on the Prime Minister in the crowd. Yeah. And as the camera goes on him, mm. the crowd kind of starts booing. <laughs> Australia's Prime Minister. Thank you. Okay. Enough for the umpire to have to quiet everyone down. <laughs> that's yeah. That's we know you're getting fired up at the prime minister, but we yeah. got a tennis match to play here. Basically, yeah. Don't express your political views. Let's play the next point. This is what the prime minister Scott Morrison has said about it today. Yeah, and this is great. Mm. Asked by journalists about the booing yeah. that he received, how did it feel? You get booed at the tennis. Mm. He said, "It's a great tradition. <laughs> oh I would be disappointed if they didn't." Okay. Yeah. It's a great tradition. I'd be disappointed if they didn't. And to me, that sounds like the response of someone who wasn't invited to a party yep. and then <laughs> says, well, yeah. I actually didn't want to go anyway. <laughs> I, I, I have other things on. I have a busy night. I didn't want to go. You know, it's funny you say that. I actually remember not being invited to a party in grade 10. Yeah. And a friend of me asking if I was going and me saying, no, but it's a great joke we have going. <laughs> This is what I wanted to happen. So you know what, ScoMo, I'm with you. There's two halves of this statement. Firstly, yeah. it's a great tradition. Mm. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, is Australia known for mm. beaches, <laughs> barbecues, and booing the Prime Minister? <laughs> I've never seen that in a tourism ad. Come down under and we can boo the Prime Minister. See, I remember being at a sports game that, that Kevin Rudd was at when he was Prime Minister. It was a Brisbane Lions game. And he got cheered when he was on the big screen. Did he? Yeah. So the, I've, I've only had one experience of a Prime Minister getting... Uh, a response to the game, and that was a cheer. So the first half of these responses, it's a great tradition. Yeah. I don't know if it is. Sure. The second half is, I would be disappointed if they didn't. No. I don't think you would be. No. What, you come home from the football, <laughs> your partner says, how was the experience? Yeah. And he says, not very good, they didn't boo me. Yeah. I got cheers. I'm filthy about this. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This show's getting a flip phone. That's right. We're concerned with security. We know that the phone line here, 131060, is very safe. Yep. But we want an extra safe old school phone line to have in studio yeah. in case we need really big guests, really big news, just, well, just a line that we know is secure. And there's nothing more secure than an old flip phone. Because everything got hacked last year. Do you know what I mean? Every, all your data got leaked to everyone, basically. Everyone knows all your secret data now. And, and just in case there's massive data breaches again this year, the, the old trusted technology of a flip phone is foolproof on that front. This is kind of like our bunker. Yeah. You know how yeah. you have a bunker under your house? 
well, I assume everyone does. <laughs> uh, where you go in case of yeah. like uh, a worldwide apocalypse or something. Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what the flip phone will be in studio. In That's case it. all technology goes down, we'll still be able to receive calls. Now, this idea we came up with about a week ago, we've run into a few problems so far, namely the one flip phone we found. <laughs> Uh, what was the story? It doesn't work doesn't anymore. doesn't work anymore. Apparently, the technology isn't supported. The flip phone, we might mention, still turns on. You can still play Snake on it. But or probably... you can't connect to the yeah. to the data or whatever, the they coverage. Turn, well, they turned the signal off. Yeah. So it turns out a lot of flip phones were operating on a signal that they've now turned off. Because no one's on it anymore. So our question is, mm. do any flip phones work anymore? Yeah. Or was it just the one we had? Was ours just too old? Yeah, well, because like, if this whole flip phone thing is going to fall down pretty quickly, if the entire flip phone service has been turned off by telecommunications. So we'd like to do a test. Yeah. On 131060, could we get a call from a flip phone? Are you currently listening and you have a flip phone? Mm. Give us a call, 131060. Are you listening and you're like, I, I know we have a flip phone in the drawer at home. Well, be quick. Go get it. <laughs> Go Call get it. 13 10 60. We I mean, have to know that there's a flip phone in the country that actually works. If we can confirm that, yeah. then we can know that there'll be one out there for us. Yeah, I feel like this is a long shot in some capacities, Zach, because I don't think I've seen somebody use a flip phone for a hell of a long time. When, like, just walking down the street, when was the last time you saw someone get out a flip phone and flip I, it to answer? I haven't seen a flip phone in the wild yeah. since about 2010. Wow. Yeah, no, that, that was the last one right. I spotted in the wild. Yeah. And to be honest, I'm not even confident I saw it. It was kind of like those photos of Bigfoot. Yeah, well, it was yeah. like a little bit blurry. The person was turning their head and I was like, was that a flip phone? <laughs> uh, we have Austin on 131060. You used to call me on my flip phone. Austin, are you currently talking to us from a flip phone? Uh, no, the flip phone actually belongs to my nan. Are you, but are you calling with your nan's phone now, Austin? Uh, no, this yeah. is I know that she uses it mm. uh, daily. Your, you see, your your voice sounds too crisp yeah, for a flip I, phone. I was thinking that yeah. as well. Do you know? Do you have any idea what the model is? What the type is? Um, no, it's a it's a Telstra one. Okay, so, it's, it's red and black. How long she had That's it for? The one uh, about close to ten years or. Yeah, okay. yeah. but I, it's still working. I, I love that, Austin. Thanks for your report. Unfortunately. Yeah. We are going to want first-hand Well, because this is it. Unless, unless Austin has used the phone yep. himself, it's hard to know that the flip phone is currently working. Yep. And that's what, that's what we need to be sure of. Uh, we have Joel um, in Shepherd and Joel, are you uh, yep. currently on a flip phone? Uh, yes. Oh, sounding oh, a bit okay. raspier. I believe you, Joel. <laughs> this is what I'm I believe for. you. What model are we hearing right now? Um, Conker. What is it? It's a Conker. A Conker? Never heard one of them. Did you just it's invent that yourself, brand. Joel? Sorry? Is it, do you say it's a cheap brand? Yeah. What era are we talking, Joel? Um, probably 17 or something. Okay, 2017. So that's a newer so one. So you see, okay. that is like when, you know how they recently brought out the Nintendo, <laughs> yeah, that's it. played the old Nintendo games, but it was a new machine. I yeah. think that's what Joel's rocking. It's sounding that Would way. we do that? Would we settle for that? Yeah. Ideally, I want like an older one because yeah. I'm like, all those did were make calls. That's what There's I mean. There's nothing Something... you can stuff up there. I want a really secure line in case we get really big news in studio. That can come through the secure flip phone. Because we want something that no hackers have come up with a plan for. Because they're not even my, thinking my about it. My concern about one from four years ago that's made to look old yeah. is that might have some new technology in it. Uh, we have Becky on 131060. Now, Becky, your family has a, a bit of a flip phone um, case, so 
a kind of a storage solution. Yes. What's happened? My dad. My dad is a very stubborn, in his way sort of older bloke. He's only forty. Mm. Um, and my stepmom to solve the problem because he was learn how to use a touch phone. Brought him three old Samsung phones back when they first started phasing them out. Hang on, okay, hang well. on, hang on. Your dad was so worried that he wasn't going to be able to get his hands on a flip phone in the future. He stocked <laughs> up on them. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's what everyone, what you have to have in your bunker for the apocalypse <laughs> is it. cans of beans. Yep. Make sure you have uh, milk that doesn't go off and yep. 40,000 Samsung phones. Well, the smart thing here is it wasn't, are you saying that, that uh, he has three Samsung flip phones? Yeah, he does. Like, they're sitting in boxes in the top of the cupboard waiting wow. for the old one to break so he can put a new one in it. This is great. I, I yeah. love I love that story, Becky. Unfortunately, again, this isn't first-hand, Dom. Well, we need true. to hear from someone on a flip phone. Joel was close, but that was a new flip phone. A new flip phone. Well, we I mean, need an old flip phone. Hang on, Becky, is it possible? So your dad is currently using one of these old flip phones as his daily phone? Oh, yeah. Okay. Is there any chance either tonight or at some stage soon we could hear from him on this flip phone? Oh, probably. Yeah, he'd probably answer it. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, are we going to make are we going to make a call to the flip phone? Like, is it too late at night to randomly call Becky's dad? Oh, uh, well, that's up to yeah, Becky. Yeah, he's a bit old. He's asleep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm just thinking. This is exactly what we're talking about. A Samsung phone yeah. from ten years ago. Yeah. This is dead on what we're talking about, isn't it? Um. Yeah. Except it's belonging to someone who's currently asleep. I, <laughs> I, I'm. I'm questioning where you're going with you this. Have, like, I don't, I don't know. You, I think you have an idea. Actually, What's yeah. your idea? Well, my idea was we could chat to someone on it, but I have had a better idea. Becky, have you chatted to your dad on this phone in the past few days or weeks? Uh, yeah, last week I did. Last week. Okay, so that is a recent testimony, Zach. No, that I this don't old fl- I want to hear from someone on a flip phone, well, I and I don't to want do. to go tracking down people who are asleep. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know what else to do. I well, mean, we got Ian on 131060, but Ian, am I correct? Your, your flip phone's a new one? Yeah. Yep. How, how what, recent? What year? Oh, I don't know, it's 12 months old, yep. and it's uh, a Doro 6520. Do you enjoy I've shutting the, it, Ian? Uh, That's what I'm looking forward to doing. Do you enjoy hanging up on people? No, I don't. No. Okay, <laughs> that's what I'd do, Ian. <laughs> well, okay, well, what I'll say here is we haven't got proof of, an, of a working old flip phone. No. We've got proof of some new ones. We've heard rumours of old ones that work. Yeah. But we're going to have to do more research then on this case, unless we want to wake up Becky's dad, which it seems we don't want to do. I think Becky was giving <laughs> some serious indications that that wasn't a good idea. I don't know if you're picking up on that, Dom, but that's, that's kind of what I was indicating, is Becky was suggesting that wasn't a good idea. All right, well, the hunt continues for a working old flip phone then. We've heard rumours. We'll continue searching. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. I'm having some scrolling-related conflict in my marriage at the moment, Dom. What do you mean scrolling? What does that mean? I scroll too fast. What? I've been uh, I've been banned from scrolling. You know, in our family, my wife and I's uh, meme watching sessions, <laughs> I where I hold the phone and we both look at memes. Okay. Um, Is this I a thing no couples longer... do? I don't know. We do it. <laughs> I don't know if other couples do it, but I I am no longer allowed to scroll because I scroll too fast. Okay, so the scrolling responsibility has been handed to your wife, Sarah. Yeah, because my scrolling... Well, I'll, I've recorded her thoughts on it. This is yeah. how she described yeah. how I scroll too fast. I wouldn't say it's scroll. You're like flick and stop, flick, stop, flick, stop. It makes me feel sick. Aggressive. 
aggressive scroller. You're an aggressive scroller. It's not scrolling. And what you do is not scrolling. How I defend my scrolling, Dom, is I say that the experience on Instagram Mm. or other social medias, it's like a train trip. Each meme is like a station. You need to get between memes as fast as possible. Sure. In the most effective way. And that speed. So is it enough time for you to fully read the meme? Yeah, we're constantly, she's constantly saying, go back. I didn't see that one. Go back. And I'm like, well. Well, It sort of sounds like you're giving your wife motion sickness with the the pace of your scrolling. Yeah, that's what she says. That's ridiculous. She says she feels sick before bed because of my scrolling. (laughs) And I thought, that can't be true. Surely it's not that bad. So what I did is I screen recorded some of my scrolling and I've put that on our Instagram stories. So if you go to Collective Down's Instagram stories, this is some of the feedback I'm getting, Dom. And I've got to say, I'll be first to put my hands up. Mm. I'm admitting that maybe I have an issue. Okay. Hashtag Simone. Too fast. Are you even looking? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Erratic from JD. Yeah, it's definitely too fast, says Alex. Keely. Kind of irritating, to be honest. Thanks, Keely. I hoped that you'd be a bit more encouraging than that. <laughs> so well, hang on, what, people are really slamming you on this. Terrible! How do you enjoy anything like that? How, what do you? I, firstly, I didn't know that that speed scrolling was an issue that was affecting people. Yeah, apparently it's I, affecting. Well, it, it, I scroll too fast, and it's causing issues in my relationship. Yeah. And this is probably the worst comment I think. Sure. Um, should come with an epilepsy warning. Oh wow! I don't think my scrolling is going to cause people to have fits, surely. I, so what's your plan? Are you Have you decided to, to slow down your scrolling? Yeah, well, I think to... when people, when they have problems driving too fast and driving erratically, they have yeah. to go to safe driving courses. <laughs> okay. And so maybe I need to sign up for a safe scrolling course sure. where I, I, I scroll in a safe place. Well, we could, I learn yeah. how to go slow. If we could fix like a speedometer to your phone. That's what we need. That checked how fast you scroll. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? how many memes per minute? Memes per minute is the... The yeah, scrolling that's true. metric. Yeah, I'm, I'm too many memes per minute. Yeah, your your memes per minute scores uh, too They high. see me scrolling, Dom. Yeah, they hate in. I don't know what to do. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, there's a lot of talk at the moment about the Australian tennis um, saga. This is basically some of Australia's best male tennis players, um, Bernard Tomic, Nick Kyrgios. There's been talk for years they've got an attitude problem. It's heated up lately. Um, they're pretty unpopular. They're sort of tarring the sport of tennis. Actually. People are even saying that there's a problem with Australian tennis. Yeah, in general, whole, the organization, the culture is all wrong, apparently. Yeah, that's that's where the talk is. And as I've been thinking about this and reading the stories over the weekend, it sort of occurred to me that it might be my fault. Yeah, probably is. Yeah, <laughs> I thought yep. I thought the same thing. I yeah. thought, you know what, this is probably Dom's fault. Well, I'll tell you that I'll give you a story because this is somewhat recent, right? Like back in the days of you know Pat Rafter yeah. and even Leighton Hewitt early on, there wasn't a culture problem. Australian tennis players were fighters; they fought to the end. Well, when we remember what Leighton Hewitt got in trouble for, yeah. It kind of seems funny in context. What did he get in trouble for? Oh, well, he'd like yell on the court and stuff like that. Too passionate, too competitive. Yeah. It's kind of gone the other way. But he would never say in a press conference that mm. nobody liked another member of the Australian (laughs) tennis team. That's a good point. Um, So 15 years ago, uh, which I think really is around about when this attitude culture problem started to to kind of seep in. I was at a school holiday tennis clinic. I was a young kid. About 10-ish years old. Mm-hmm. Was and this like an advanced clinic? Like, were they yeah. scouting future stars? No, not ex- It was a come and try <laughs> clinic. And I, I went and tried. Mum um, uh, and dad sent me just to kind of get me out of the house. And at this tennis clinic, it was like a, a four or five day thing. And attached to the tennis center uh, was like a little shop where you could buy tennis rackets and stuff. But you could also buy Alan's Red Frogs. Hello. <laughs> five cents a frog. 
Um, which pretty good, a pretty good price. I, I think they've gone up since then. Though. Inflation, yeah. Mm. I mean, I think it's about 10, 15 cents a frog now. Those were the glory days. They were. Um, now, they had a rule at the tennis camp, which is that kids weren't allowed to go in and buy stuff from the shop. Mm, discrimination. You had, you had to bring your own lunch from home. Um, Are they the, crazy? They'd make so much money. <laughs> yeah, they, well, the tennis centre did shut down a few years later, and uh-huh. I can't help but think that that's, that's why. But anyway, I, I sort of outsmarted their system because when mum picked me up on the first day, I took mum in with me yes. after the, the session. Got an adult, show me where the Allens are. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, and I had $10 of pocket money, which I think oh got me... Goodness. It got me the whole stash. They stopped counting and just gave me the bucket. <laughs> what you yeah. said, ten dollars worth of red yeah. frogs. It was like yeah, it was like a well, whole you bucket get 20 of twenty for a dollar. It was 200. twenty times ten, two hundred. Yeah, two hundred, two hundred or so red frogs. Yeah, and that's I, a lot. That's a fair. You know, that was enough for me. And I brought them along to the tennis clinic. This is on the last day. I think I brought them along, and I started because I'm a generous guy. After I've had my first hundred, I'm a generous <laughs> guy, and so I started selling them to the other kids at the tennis clinic. <laughs> Hang on, you're a generous guy, so you started selling them. Well, you know. (laughs) You didn't give them away. Well, these kids, before I brought them along, and I didn't charge an extra price. I charged the five cents. Yeah, asking price. Yeah, asking price. Recommended retail. Yeah, they couldn't get them. They couldn't go into the shop and buy them, so I was providing also because you had bought them out of all their stock. (laughs) They only had green frogs left, and they're not as good. Yeah, no one wants them. Are they lime? (laughs) Are you kidding me? Um, So I start selling them, and can I say, to this point of the week at the tennis clinic, everyone's attitude has been high. People have been trying their best, um, very competitive. This is the morning of, of the last day. I sell a lot of red frogs. I sell, sell out. Of Doing good business. And then halfway through the first session on the last day of this camp, everyone hits a, ma- a major sugar low. Yeah. Two kids throw up, actually, because yeah. they've had too many red frogs. Yeah. I, I, Where are these kids getting money from? Uh, they sounded like a dollar. I mean, I guess maybe they brought a gold coin with them. I yeah, but they ask. weren't expecting to go to the shop. Zach, I'm just the vendor. Yeah, you don't ask where <laughs> the questions. cash comes from. I don't. Is it, is it stolen cash? You don't know. <laughs> don't don't, don't ask questions. Don't get lies. <laughs> no, that's it. Um, but there's this vivid memory I have of midway through the morning session on the last day. Yeah. And all of the 20 kids, all by maybe two or three, are sitting down on the side of the court, done for the day. Yeah. Feeling sick lazy, sugar low, just out of energy. And I remember the coach saying, where the hell has this attitude problem come from? Mm. Now, (laughs) I didn't do another tennis camp after that. That was my last tennis camp. That's when I left the tennis world. So you're saying you bringing red frogs into the tennis camp caused everyone to... I think the culture Eat too spread. much. Yeah. Well, all it and takes. And got lazy. All it takes is for one of those kids to go to, and this wasn't too far from where Bernard Tomic grew up. Hmm. One of those kids to go to a holiday camp with Bernard Tomic not too far later, mm-hmm. who's the same age as me, so would yeah. have been at similar camps. Mm. He might have even been at yours. He might have been at mine. My point is, I think that cult, that is where the cultural problems began. Yeah. And if you bring it, it in cult, contraband. And if Australian tennis do a full sweep for Alan's Red Frogs. That's what they need to do. I think if they do a full sweep for Alan's Red Frogs. Go through see, those dressing rooms. You'll see Bernard Tomic do five sets. Yeah. He'll fight it to the end. Right, so take the Red Frogs <laughs> away from him. There'll be no sugar loaves. <laughs> okay. That's what's that going on. you're blaming it on his yeah. diet. That's the issue. I'm just saying it's probably my fault that Australian tennis is in the doldrums. <laughs> I put my hand up and say it's not the first time that my love of confectionery has caused an national disaster. Yeah. And I, I, I sincerely apologize. Well, I think we take that apology on board. <laughs> yeah. And I think to this day, you still mm. have the record for most amount. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might not have won any awards playing tennis. 
that there's a plaque (laughs) in that gift shop of most amount of pocket money spent on frogs. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Finishing the show tonight, Zach, with a really interesting uh, sort of heartbreaking fact about dogs I learned today. Dog fact of the week. Yeah, you're very against me sharing this dog fact all through the Well, I don't know what the dog fact is, but Dom's just said I learned an interesting fact about dogs today. And that doesn't meet your threshold, apparently. Not usually, yeah. I mean... That's not a sig- really significant thing. Well, let me give you the fact and see how you react. Because the few people I've told it to today so far have gone, oh my gosh. Okay, that's the reaction questions. you're looking for. Yeah. You're looking for, oh. So, you know when you maybe go to work or go on a holiday yeah. and your dog gets sad because you're gone, right? Yeah. That's that's a general thing, right? Yeah, there goes their food source. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> My gosh. Okay. Who knows when they'll be that. <laughs> but you know, dogs get sad, right? Yeah. But then they're always happy when you come home. Yeah. People have often wondered, I think, why don't dogs hold grudges? Right? If they're so if they're so <laughs> no, if they're so pissed at you for leaving, why are they so they're the not... moment Okay, yeah, go on. The moment you come back. Like hmm. if you leave a human and yeah. you don't tell them where you're going, like a partner or something, hmm. right? When that when you come back, they might be like, Where the hell have you been? Hmm. Dogs never do that. They're just like, You're back. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Yeah. Right? Now I figured out why. Because le- they're not very smart. Shut up. No. Apparently a friend of mine, um, they read this online, but I trust that it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on. Yeah. A friend read this just yeah. online somewhere. I don't know where. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Might've been a meme. <laughs> That's <just> <laughs> the point. Um, apparently, uh, anytime a, uh, their, their owner or a human leaves yeah. a dog's psychology, they think it's their fault. Yeah. They think they've done something wrong to make you want to leave. Yeah. And so when they're lying there looking sad cause you've left, yeah. they're blaming themselves thinking, what did I do? What did yeah. I, was it cause I didn't eat my dinner? Was it cause I pooed on the floor? Yeah. Whatever well, it might it, be. to be honest, it was cause you pooed <laughs> on the floor. That was <laughs> gross. My point is that's why dogs are always so happy when you come home because they think you've forgiven me. Hmm. Right. You know why I think it is? What? I'm going to get food soon. Yay. <laughs> That's not what it is. Yeah. That, but doesn't that make you, doesn't this fact make you feel really sad? Cause, cause already you felt bad well, about leaving your dog. I don't know if dog. it's true to be honest. <laughs> oh, so yeah. it's like, I, I don't mm. usually, you know, I, I'll yeah. wait, I'll hold my emotional reaction back. To a better source than <laughs> okay. your friend read on the internet. I mean, I haven't Googled it yet, so yeah. I don't know for sure. But yeah. I, it sounds... Um, so what's your takeaway from that? I mean, you have a dog. I do what have you a dog. Do? Well, my point is you already feel sad leaving your dog, right? Because you're like, I don't want to make it sad. But now that you know when you leave, it's blaming itself that thinking it did something Isn't wrong. Isn't it? Do you feel, if that fact is true, yeah. don't you feel a little bit upset that you're... Mm. Like, you're... Um, you are encouraging yeah. like a codependent relationship in oh. which your dog would think that. Like, wouldn't you be? Wouldn't yeah. you want to raise a dog that had a bit more self confidence than that? <laughs> okay, well, we get into this conversation a lot about my dog. No, psychology. I don't mean your dog in particular. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm just like, I mean, like, no, if, this like, is all you dogs. Go- this is all dogs. Yeah, is it though? All dogs, apparently, according to my friend. <laughs> Um, I don't know if they said all dogs, actually. I should yeah, check okay, that. Yeah. Anyway, I don't have not any... all dogs. I don't think all dogs okay, are that sad. Like, fine. not all dogs. Zach, like, Suki, Suki okay. dogs are, but some dogs aren't. I, d- I can't confirm that this is true. Yeah. But if it were, wouldn't that be sad? Um, <laughs> there's something sad about it, certainly. <laughs> okay. And well... I think it's the fact that we've been talking about it <laughs> for the last two minutes. Uh, that is what we've got time for tonight. Look, if you have any insight on whether that's true or not, please do get in touch with Collective Noun uh, on Instagram. You'll find us there. Send us a message, and we can maybe get some confirmation on the dog fact. That's right. This is the show that checks its facts after we bring them on air. Uh, that is what we've got time for tonight. We'll see you tomorrow at 11. Bye! That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.